Experience Relativity. Experience Relativity. Experience Relativity. Welcome. Welcome. Uh, For those who are not here yet, uh, it'll get to you. For those who make your way to it, uh, so be it. It's exciting to have you. Um, I am recording, uh, and this will ultimately be an episode of the Experience Relativity podcast. I have put myself on a timer. Let's get that started. So, why? Why am I here? <laughs> um, I'm here because uh, I want to try a little something out, uh, and I'm working on that particular thing. Um, and it has to do with the rule of 100. So the rule of 100 says that if you spend 100 hours a year, which is just 18 minutes a day in any discipline, you'll be better than 95% of the world in that discipline. So I don't know who needs to hear this. And it's not my message. So definitely be clear about that. I did not create this. It is just something that I stumbled upon and I want to try it out uh, at this point. So what my plan is, well, you know what? I'm not even going to talk about my plan. You just show up when I show up or consume it in some other way and you'll see what the plan is. But 18 minutes a day, 18 minutes a day is 1.25% of your day. So what I'm going to call this is the 1.25% project. So this is the 1.25% project for me. So, I mean, just thinking about that is crazy. 100 hours a year is just 18 minutes a day. And you could do it in anything that you are trying to be better at. If you did 100 hours a year, 18 minutes a day, 1.25% of your day, you'll be better than 95% of the world at whatever that thing is. So just imagine we were in the middle of like an infomercial and we were trying to feed starving children somewhere and they would tell you just for six cents a day, you could feed a starving child somewhere. Cool. We all get that. And the six cent actually feels like a manageable amount that we could contribute to help somebody. So people get down with that, right? But what if you found out not even six cents, if our day was a hundred pennies, we're not even asking for your two cents as people like to give all the time, your opinion, you know, it, your two cents, your contribution and whatever, throw it into a room like a hand grenade and walk out. Um, we ain't even asking for two cents. We're asking for 1.25% to be better than 95% of the world at something. So cool. I'm down. When, when I hear that, I'm like, I can rock with that. So all I got to give is a little bit over a penny a day worth of my time and I could be better than 95% of the world at something. So here's my 1.25% 
And I'm going to be better than 95% of the people in the world at podcasting. So, so I'm going to experiment with this until I get it right. So that's the premise behind this. Just to bring you up to speed on where I'm at today, I just started a juice cleanse. Uh, where we at? Shout out to Press Juicery. <laughs> I don't know if you really look. You can you can take a good look at that and see all the goodness that is in this juice. Six juices a day, one every two hours, um, and I'm doing this for seven days. And I typically do this once every three months because most other days I'm not consistent enough to eat a good diet. So I give myself this short period of time a week out of three months to clear my system, give my body an opportunity to reset. So that's why, you know, that's where I'm at right now. Got a headache because it's the first day and I could have gave myself the excuse and said, hey, maybe we should try it tomorrow when you probably won't have a headache. But I was like, no, we're going to start today. So why, why is this important? So first of all, another background of where I'm at I am actually clinically diagnosed with ADHD. So this in and of itself, you know, throws a curveball at, you know, really trying to get anything done over time. So uh, I want to talk about, you know, three particular elements of ADHD and how that understanding of, you know, people who operate in this ADHD space why it adds a level of complexity and why this rule of 18 or rule of 100, this 18 minutes a day can be so important to someone like this or someone like myself. So first of all, people with ADHD have an issue with delayed gratification. That's one of the reasons why they're so impulsive, why we are so impulsive, why uh, we make snap decisions, why we do things that typically, you know, other people would look at and say, eh, I don't know if you should do that. I mean, if you were really thinking about it and, and that's a, a blanket statement, if you were really thinking about it, we are thinking about it. We're thinking about all the gratification I can get right now from doing the thing. What we're not thinking about is what if I put it off for a little while? How much stronger or greater would the reward be? How much how many um, how many magnifications or, or multiplications of whatever I'm going to get right now? How many would there be if I just delayed that gratification for a little while? So that already makes things pretty difficult. On the other end of that, you have organizing things over time. People with ADHD have issues organizing things over time. So, I mean, that goes hand in hand with delayed gratification. Why can't I wait so long for something because I actually have difficulty seeing it organized over time, especially when there's the possibility for me to do it right now. Okay. So one of the other things about someone with ADHD, such as myself or functioning in that space, because I don't want to claim a label or claim a tag or any of the things that you think about ADHD. I'm just saying I operate in a space. I got ADHD tendencies. 
you know, if ADHD was a, a, a bucket with all of these particular uh, <laughs> particular uh, sort of qualities of the people, like if ADHD was a cool club, you know what I mean? What are the qualities of that cool club? Which I do think it is a pretty cool club. Most of your creators, inventors in the technology space and things like that actually have ADHD, highly functional people with ADHD. So I do think it's a pretty cool club. We need consistent reward. You need the dopamine hit. ADHD is, uh, you know, the 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 deficiency of dopamine that people have with ADHD is is apparent. So they they reach for that dopamine, you know, when it's available. The snap decisions, the the instant gratification. But um, for someone with ADHD. Any system that is really designed, uh, you know, to to make things simpler for them or make them or create the conditions where they function more optimally, it will be a uh, it will be a um, an environment where there are consistent rewards for the desired behaviors. All right. So that's a little bit of background. I mean, when I say like a grain of sand uh, on ADHD, just a grain of sand on ADHD. So that's one of the reasons why I thought this this rule of 100 and it's 18 minutes a day and it's 1.25 percent of your day being dedicated to something, making you better than 95 percent of the people in the world at that discipline. It's not about being better than people. It's about being what it is that you care to be. And I think that's the most important thing. It's not that you want to be um, better than people. You know what I mean? That That's not the objective. The objective is I care about me doing this thing. So I want to be really good at this thing because I care. So that's what it's about to me is the idea that you can make yourself better at what you do by doing something as giving a little bit over a penny worth of your day doing something. So cool. All right. Last thing I want to really talk about and I want to spend a little bit of time here is focus and distraction. So just taking a moment to to ask, you know, yourself, what are you actually focused on? And the minute you know what you are focused on, one of the other things that becomes an apparent reality is that everything else is a distraction. Everything. So if you're focused on a particular goal, you know, that's good. What do you do with all the other things that distract you from that goal? Because in reality, you only have a limited amount of focus. Like you cannot be focused on everything. If you are focused on everything, then you're not focused at all. Sort of like that saying, if everything is an emergency, then nothing's an emergency. If you are focused on everything, then you are focused on nothing. You cannot focus on everything all at the same time. So you got a limited amount of focus. So to, to actually achieve focus, you have to actually know what you want to focus on. And then once you come to that point, you realize everything else is a distraction to your focus. So what do you do with those distractions is a really important part of it. Like, you know, identifying your focus is just a small part. 
just like we talked about before, that 1.25%, just a small part. That's all. A very small part of what you're doing. <laughs> the the other, you know, 98.75% of your day is filled with distractions <laughs> from you actually focusing on that 1.25% that you want to focus on each day. So there is limited focus. And you can't be focused on anything. Uh, you can't be focused on everything. So that is a pure reality. All right. So just for fun, because this is something that I really like doing. I really like going to the definition of a word and then really like letting that definition settle in for me. An example of this is experience relativity. Relativity by definition, is the absence of standards for absolute and universal application. What does that mean? You know, the absence of standards for absolute or the absence of standards for absolute and universal application. So absolute, end all, be all, it is the same thing for everyone, no matter what. The absence of standards of absolute and universal. Universal, meaning it is the same for everyone. The absence of standards of absolute and universal application. That means that nothing, no standard is absolute. No standard is universal. None of it applies to everyone. The absence of standards, standards, it's the mark. You know, it's the mark that you see like the sky is blue. That's a standard. The absence of standards for absolute and universal application. That means that if you look up and see the sky is blue and I don't care if eight billion people on the planet say that the sky is blue. Relativity says or is the fact that someone may think it's red and you just got to live with that experiencing relativity means that you experience that absence and begin to understand that everything is relative and once you know that everything is relative i mean it changes your life so with that being said looking at the definition of focus so I'll give you the plain definition first. Pay particular attention to. That's the verb focus. Cool. I think we all get that. Another definition of the word focus, and it's particularly of a person or their eyes, is to adapt to the prevailing level of light and become able to see clearly. Mm. Love that. I love it because it's still saying the same thing. It's still saying the exact same thing. And that's when you think about focus and distraction. So if the distraction was darkness and focus was light, you adapt to the prevailing level of light and become able to see clearly so i mean what are we don't make me start singing this little light of mine you know we are a light 
We are a light. We in and of ourselves are a light. Now, what happens if the person. P. Winslow Lee. Decides to shine their light on something. And the person adapts to the prevailing level of light. How much light am I shining and what am I shining that light on? If all of me adapts to the prevailing level of light. And I become able to see clearly if I can see clearly what I'm focused on and what I want. What happens at that point? What what are you going to do? If you shine your light on what it is that you want or desire to produce in life and you adapt to that prevailing light, that light, you. You adapt to that prevailing light and become able to see what you want clearly. That is focus. Focus. So remember, shine your light on what it is that you want. It's important. You got to find it first because that's what I think is uh, ironic about all of us as human beings is that we will live in a state of wanting but not be able to clearly define what it is that we want. So until you know what you want, you cannot shine your light towards it and on it so that you as a person, this physical being can become able to see it clearly. And the minute you could see it clearly, imagine yourself being in a dark room. Remember, in this you know analogy, dark is distractions. So you're in a room full of distractions. The minute you yourself start to shine your light and find what it is that you actually want to achieve or produce in life, you can become able to see it clearly. Now, what if it was a, a, a bag of money? Because that's what everybody going to talk about today. You, you focused on your bag, right? So you shine in your light. You find the bag. You see it clearly. What do you do? You get it. So with that focus comes you getting it clearly. And with this time, <laughs> it's been 18 minutes. So I've spent my 18 minutes for today exercising the rule of 100. 100 hours per year, 18 minutes a day in any discipline, and you will be better than 95% of the world in that discipline. So come along with me on this experiment, on this journey, 1.25% of your day, 1.25% of your day. Spend 1.25% of your day with me and watch me get better than 95% of the people in the world at podcasting. Thank you for joining me on the Experience Relativity podcast. First time I did it live on Instagram. So that's already progress. And I can say that. Uh, also wanted to do a quick shout out to Inner Peace Outer Glow. That's where this hoodie comes from. I love them. I love the brand and I love the message. Uh, but anyway, I'm signing out. Good night. Experience Relativity. Experience Relativity. Experience Relativity. Experience relativity.